Chapter 4, A Slithering Warning Hey, Remus. Hold on. Wait, stop. You're not holding the snake already, are you? Lily looked up from her seat in the car, one hand on the half-open door, the other paused, hovering slightly above the seatbelt release. Remus laughed. No, Lily, I'm not a monster. I'm not holding the snake yet. Come on. He reached out a hand to pull her up. Lily looked around appreciatively and smiled before pulling Remus into a hug. Remus was careful not to get too close to her stomach, not wanting to jostle the baby. I like the farm already. It's beautiful. So much quieter than the city. Lily locked her car with a beep and stashed her keys in her purse. Remus accepted the compliment and welcomed Lily inside. Soon enough, they were sitting on the floor in the library, and Lily was getting ready to face her fear. Okay, she's been pretty sleepy this morning since it's not super warm today. I'm gonna pick her up first, and then let you get used to just seeing her up close before you can hold her. Lily nodded, but made a small noise of surprise when Remus picked up Noodle. Hey, don't worry, yeah? Remus reassured. You're not wearing a bee suit, but I assure you, you are a hundred times safer than James was when I exposed him to thousands of bees. Plus, you're not hypoglycemic, right? Lily gave a little laugh and Remus took this as good encouragement. He sat next to her with Noodle still curled up in his hands. Some people say that they don't like the way the snake moves, and that's where their fear stems from. What do you think? I don't know if it's the movement, they just seem sort of scary. Lily's voice had trailed off but sounded at a normal volume again on her last word. That just sounds stupid now that I'm saying it, though. No, it's definitely not stupid. Hey, come on, how about some fun facts to think about? Rosy boa snakes are one of the slowest snakes in the world, and they aren't gonna bite you. Even if she did, the venom isn't really dangerous to humans. Oh look, she's starting to warm up. Sure enough, the snake began to stretch and move sinuously down Remus's forearm. Okay, the logic may be helping. Lily said. Can I try and pet her? Remus nodded and modeled, gently stroking the snake with two fingers. Lily took a deep breath before reaching out to copy him, holding her other hand over her baby bump protectively. Oh my god, I'm actually doing it. Wow, this is actually so cool. I'm petting a snake. Okay. Lily laughed. <laughs> Would you like to know that you sound exactly like James when he warmed up to the bees? We're adorable, what can I say? Lily countered. A little while later, Lily began to hold Noodle, and a little while after that, her heart rate returned to normal. Remus snapped a picture of her smiling, her face right next to Noodle, and sent it to the group chat. James immediately responded with heart eye emojis and Sirius with exclamation points. You did awesome. How do you feel about snakes now? Remus asked. They were in the kitchen, Lily at a stool with Noodle on her shoulder, and Remus was pouring glasses of water and opening a bag of pretzels. All snakes total? Maybe still not my favorite thing. But I think I'm in love with this one. <laughs> She's too cute to be afraid of. And feeling her slither on your arm is so weirdly cool. I'm glad to hear that. Sounds like that might be one more fear crossed off the list then. I think so. Hey, thank you for taking the time to help me with this. Also, thank you for being the beekeeper that Sirius found. I'm glad we're friends, she said sincerely. Remus smiled. I am too. 
Are you still free after this? Lily asked. Because I'm free and I'm kind of dying to get a pumpkin spice latte. Her hopeful smile reminded Remus of both James and Sirius. Why do you people like those things? Remus asked. When I got coffee with Sirius, he got something sweet and pumpkin too. I have an excuse, Lily said, gesturing to her baby bump, then leveled him with a look. Sirius didn't tell me you got coffee together, she said mildly. Oh, it was when he interviewed me for his class project, Remus waved one arm dismissively. But yeah, let's go get your pregnant self some sugary, pumpkin-filled decaf coffee. Who's driving? Remus drove his truck with Lily in the passenger seat to the nearest Starbucks. When they pulled into the drive-thru, Lily beat him to the order. We'd like two small decaf pumpkin spice lattes, please, she said in a loud voice, grinning at Remus's pained facial expression. When asked if that was all, Remus found his voice again. Is it possible to make one of those with, like, half the normal amount of sugar? We can do half the pumpkin spice, does that sound good? The barista's robotic voice said through the speaker. Um, yeah, that's perfect, Remus said, then mouthed to Lily. What the fuck is pumpkin syrup? She laughed, and he put the truck back into gear to pull to the window. When Lily took a sip of her drink, she sighed. This, she said, holding it aloft like a shrine, is what I have been missing. This, Remus said, copying her before taking his first sip as well, is kind of gross. But also, kind of good? Hmm, maybe I'd get it again if I could do, like, one-fourth of the pumpkin syrup. Lily gasped in surprise. Baby's first PSL! Smile for picture! She snapped an image of Remus with her cup in the foreground and sent it along with the caption, His first pumpkin spice latte, to the group chat. Sirius immediately responded, No way! Conversation was easy. They seamlessly alternated between exchanging funny stories from the week and talking over finer points of the books they had read. Just after discussing at length the proper ranking of all of Jane Austen's novels, Remus was scandalized to discover that Lily hadn't seen Downton Abbey yet. Lily, you would absolutely love this show. He put down his reluctantly pumpkin-flavored coffee into the cup holder for emphasis. We need to watch it together. I've been looking for an excuse to rewatch. Okay, I'll bite, Lily said. What if we watch the first one this weekend? Yes, I am very much down. Actually, I wanted to invite all of you over for dinner this weekend anyway. We could get the movie snacks and force the boys to watch that first episode with us too. I'd love that, she said, smiling. How about tomorrow? After Remus explained yet another anecdote from Sirius's class visit to the farm about how great Sirius was with the kids, Lily shifted in her seat slightly and put her own drink in the cup holder as well. Remus, I don't want to be too forward here, but I just want to say something out of love for you. Remus shifted nervously. Well, that's not ominous at all, he said in a joking tone. It's just that, Lily started, then stopped. I love Sirius like a brother. I mean, I kind of have to. I used to refer to James as my boyfriend and Sirius as my boyfriend's boyfriend, but you get it. I love Sirius, but he can be kind of shallow sometimes. She took a breath and Remus let her continue without interruption. Shallow maybe isn't the best word, maybe more like bored easily. In all my years of knowing him, he's never been in a successful long-term relationship, and that's mostly been his doing. 
He's shifted through phases of casual dating to flings to nothing at all. Lily picked her coffee back up, but didn't drink from it. I don't want to assume that I know how you feel about him, but my point is, he may not be the best person to go for if you're looking for something long-term. He just doesn't really do commitment. She paused, seemingly considering how much to say before adding, or monogamy. Remus took a moment to think. He had already been telling himself not to get his hopes up for something with Sirius, and that was before their whole dinner and evening together went so well. This conversation just emphasized what he had already told himself was the right choice. Just friends. He thought for a minute more before picking up his cup again and slowly speaking up. Are you saying that he's cheated in past relationships? He couldn't help but ask. Lily made a pained facial expression. Look, I really like you, Remus. I don't want you to end up getting hurt because you weren't warned ahead of time. Just, I want to keep this friendship going with us all. James and Sirius, too. Remus nodded. What she really meant was there would be no sides in the event of it not working out. If Remus was stupid enough to try anything with Sirius, then he was risking his friendship with all of them. Even if Sirius was in the wrong because Lily made it clear that they had stood by Sirius in the past and would do so again, if Remus was correct in his understanding of reading between the lines. His time on Lily ended on a positive note, but the back of his mind was still reeling with her words about Sirius. He triumphantly thought for a moment that if she was bringing it up, then maybe she had noticed that Sirius was interested? But he realized how stupid that line of thinking was. Of course she had noticed. That was precisely the reason she had brought it up. The difference was in intention. If Sirius was interested in Remus and only intended to have a one-night stand with him, then they obviously weren't compatible in the first place. Even if Sirius was thinking longer term, it seemed like Lily's warning held up. They could start to date and Sirius could suddenly lose interest or maybe even cheat on him. Remus was a huge supporter of communicating and working through problems, but he knew where his lines were drawn and cheating was definitely a deal-breaker. He sighed. His life was so much better now than it had been a few months ago, just by having met some great new friends. However, it was also getting more complicated. Getting close to other people seems to have a way of doing that, although, as Remus would later admit to his journal, sometimes feeling complicated is better than feeling nothing at all. When Remus walked back inside to the farmhouse after saying goodbye to Lily at her parked car, he was beginning to feel the crash from the sugary coffee. Since there was still another good hour of daylight left, he swiped a granola bar on his way to pick up his current bee observation journal. Checking on the hives always felt grounding, even if he wasn't as completely surrounded by bees as he was while catching a swarm. Remus was wearing a bee jacket and hood, but no gloves. He did a slow loop through most of the hives, journal in hand, jotting down notes about which hives looked healthy, whether they looked ready for honey harvest, or if they needed a little extra support as winter approached. It was only the end of September, but much of the readily available floral resources were declining. One hive had a few frames completely filled with brood cells, and he made a note to add another box on top tomorrow. He hoped that this hive would grow rather than split, especially at this time of year, since it had been very productive thus far. When Remus got to the hive that Sirius and he had caught together, he smiled. Remus had moved the bees alone from their cardboard box to their current wooden box two days after collecting them with Sirius, but he had still noted the box as Sirius's hive on the label. 
After cracking open the lid and peering inside, Remus happily transcribed a positive report. Remus instinctively fished his phone out of his pocket, planning to send a picture to Sirius. He stopped before opening Sirius's thread on the messaging app. If he was going to take Lily's advice, and if he was going to preserve himself from getting hurt, he needed to be careful. Going out of his way to start up conversations with the other man was not a good idea. Remus sighed as he locked the phone and finished his sweep through the hives. As he walked back into the kitchen, with the sun just starting to set, Remus retrieved his phone from his pocket again, and this time opened the group text thread to all three of his new friends. He sent the invite for tomorrow night's dinner that he had already discussed with Lily, before setting his phone down on the counter and wandering to the bathroom. He hadn't spent as much time with the bees, but the jacket he had worn maintained a semi-permanent smell of smoke, and his jumbled thoughts could benefit from a long shower as well.